Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It girls, we the itch girls. I got Jenny and Lindsay in this bitch girl. Make it move your hips while sipping gin, girl. Make it bounce your tits like it's a jig, girl. Like boom, sit kombucha for your wound. This is Jenny. This is Lindsay. And we have a gas episode in store for you today. We are taking a trip down memory lane. But before we get into that, we wanted to let you guys know uh, me and Lindsay have been trying to think of a fun way for us to kind of give back. Um, uh, because of all this shit that's going on, obviously, Quar, COVID 19, Miss Rona is on the loose. Yeah. Uh, Collecting her nails. <laughs> She's been busy, Miss Rona. Miss <laughs> Rona, busy. And. Um, <laughs> Miss Rona, you're cancelled, honey. <laughs> we wanted to. Miss uh, Rona's cancelling our asses. Let's oh, yes. be straight. Right Central. <laughs> She's verified on Twitter, and she don't give no fucks. Yes. But we wanted to uh, give back to some charities because I know a lot of charities have been losing it. Obviously, on a lot of money, like loads of. Uh, first of all like loads of fundraisers have had to be cancelled mm-hmm. like you know all the rest and um, also some charities are obviously in need of extra support so Lindsay and I have decided to donate all of the profits from our merch from March so we have that saved and April and to be honest probably as long as this goes on um, to yeah. some charities so if you are looking for some merch if you want to like do a little bit of shopping I don't know I know everyone's being like careful with their money but you know we're also yeah. all online shopping if you wanted to uh, just know that all profits from all of our merch on our merch website will be going to charity yes so we're going to choose some different charities if you have any ideas of good charities we are thinking yeah alone for the first one um which obviously helps the older people more vulnerable people who are greatly affected by this because of course you know they're cocooning which must be so isolating and really hard so There's we want so to give many back people in my building my because most me and evan are like the youngest people in our building i think and so many of them are cocooning and i always see them up on like our roof top because that's where they take their daily exercise and oh it my breaks God, no. my heart and my apartment also looks out onto this like lane and like mm-hmm. there's just this man who walks up and down the lane for hours and i'm just like i feel so bad for you so hard for them so we want to give back to those like other charities that aren't being spoken about a lot because miss rona is getting that cash which is great yes because we want to get this sorted but we also there's other people who are in need too so yeah i'm rocking right now the black tattoo sleeve hoodie oh it's, and so it's cute. the perfect choir fit because you feel you know dare i say swaggy it's very swag vibes i mean 
we hate to say the L word for loungewear haul, but we've been rocking these hoodies for ages. And to be honest, you'll rock these. <laughs> rock these is rock so these. weird for me to say. So but like 50 year old cowboy rocking wow. up to the bar. Wow, rock hoodies. I'm rocking up to the bar. <laughs> but I mean, who doesn't love a hoodie? It girl's hoodie. <laughs> who doesn't I mean, love a hoodie? And obviously. a black hoodie yeah. for us tan girlies. You know, we love that dripping gold shit. So it doesn't, <laughs> I hate when I wear like a certain hoodie. And it has all along the oh, side. Yeah. The rim. Yeah. The, the rim, rim defect. <laughs> it don't look cute. So yeah, the hoodies are great. Also, been bringing up my totes to drag back my shopping. And can I just say, I did read an article and they said there could be evidence that using tote bags can stop the spread of COVID-19. I'm just going to throw that I out there. Miss Rona too. don't like totes. She don't like totes. Well. Oh yeah, Miss Rona like, don't. She yeah. won't cl- cling on to them as much as the plastic bags. Seriously? Yep. Don't quote me, but I did read that article about three weeks ago. And Evan was like, you should say that on your podcast. <laughs> so here I am saying it. Thank you. We obviously have totes. We've got jumpers. And as we said, all profits from uh, those are going to go to charities. We'll let you guys know the charity at the end of the month. And then maybe we'll do another charity for May or something like that. Yes. Um, but just so you know, anyone who bought it in March, thank you very much. All yes. of your money is going to go to charity. And as we said, we'll announce at the end of the month, I think. Yes, Queen. Um, so we thought it would be fun this week to do a trip down memory lane because I think something that people this idea came originally because people always love to you know kind of use something like a snippet of something Lindsay and I said years ago because let's remember it girls has been going three years now um two years this February and it's hundreds of hours of audio conversation, organic conversation between two friends who also for the first year were, you know, winging it to a certain extent. There wasn't really a blueprint for podcasts in Ireland at mm-hmm. that time. And, you know, people love to kind of say like, well, you sent this or you, it's funny how you went back in your opinion on this. And we always <laughs> champion how Lindsay and I do actually think that like having these conversations and being able to kind of see the growth in our change of uh, perspective or opinion or whatever you might want to call it uh, you can see that actually happening within the podcast and we always championed that but we said you know we've actually never looked back at an old episode listened to what we said and questioned do we still think this yes and I think as well like we've seen a ton of celebrities do it like when old tweets resurface they're deleting them and that kind of stuff we don't delete our past or no. history past or um, online past because it existed then it still exists now but it exists that it was three years ago do you yeah, know the way yeah, like yeah. and I think it's cool that we have the ability to listen back on you know because sometimes you're so like solid in your standing point of opinions in the place where you are now that you just forget that you actually used to think the opposite <laughs> yeah until someone reminds you or you see something that you wrote down and you're like, whoa, that's so not me because like mm-hmm. you're so used to just being in the person you are now. So it's actually really cool that we have the, the ability to like listen back and it's like, I feel like our voices have changed even. Yeah, I think we were. So let's set the scene. Let's set the scene. So where were we three years ago? So uh, we have, I think we said this on the Bob board, but this is just a funny story. So when Lindsay and I started It Gals, we got the mic off my dad. It was this little microphone that plugged into the end of my phone. Size the, of a ping pong ball. Yeah, ping pong it ball. It actually sounded better than I 
thought. Yeah, me too. I thought it was going to be horrendous. It was actually, I got used to it. With the AirPods in, it was grand. It was fine. Um, and we recorded the first three episodes in one night. In Jenny's gaff. In my house, not knowing what we were doing. We just chose three topics. Drank. To- no. Drank. Drank. Recorded. We were... Lost. We were so pissed. By that, remember we recorded the teaser <laughs> after it all, and that's when we were manic as fuck. And we still put that up. <clears throat> oh, we were delighted with that. We thought the teaser was great. Oh, it was got th- so I remember dumb. it got like three thousand downloads in a day. That was like really good. We were like, and it was like feminist, feminist, <laughs> and it was like we're gonna fry pads, sanitary towel. Like, will I put it in here? Oh my goodness, dude, it's so <laughs> cringe. I actually will wither. Along the ground. Okay, well, tune in. Three, two, one, I'll play it now. It was a quarter past three when I ran into Bell. Didn't forget my keys, but my name ring A little white tea, some Adidas with the hair. Turn in the coupe. Oh, shoot, broke a nail. What you know about me? 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 There's my it, Galzette. <laughs> right here, motherfuckers. Welcome, basic bitches. LOLJK, no one's basic anymore. It's 2017 and we're all lit. <laughs> we are chilling. We we are chilling. Who are you? J Lo. I don't know J Lo when she was going out with P Diggs. Lids and gals. We are gonna have. We are. Fine. We gonna have some fun. What are we, girl? We're <laughs> fine as feminists. Get tagging that shit because it's gonna be. Feminist, a freaking in the urban dick. <laughs> it's gonna be an Oxford feminist, dictionary feminist. this time next week. So freaking get on it, girls. Oxford dick. <laughs> no. uh, actually, if we are feminist, Oxford fanniery. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, Oxford vulva. Yeah, if you even a feminist. Oxford Clitter and a sheet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That was gross. I love it. Okay, so basically, what are we talking about on our podcast? Right now, podcast? we're introducing you. We're giving you a five minute clip, bitty clip, tip, clue. We're giving you a tip. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> we're giving you a clip. We're giving you a clip. Is it a Sorry. clip or a clip? A clip or a clip. Oh, I'm Lindsay. You know me from Snapchat. I like to talk about my fanny a lot. And this is my best mate. I'm Jenny. I work in marketing. And I'm also fucking gas. She's also gas. So hot. So hot right now. Which is weird because we never used to look like sisters. And now we do. Now we do. Because I'm just morphing into her. I want to be her. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> you all are going to be listening to us. They're going to be awoken. We're woke, bitches. Okay? Yeah. We're woke. And what we want to launch right now is our motherfucking hashtag. I mean, we already know we got It Goes Podcast, but we want to be fine. As feminists. Hell yes. So what we want to do is, girls, you get out there get on your selfies. Fine ass feminists. Basically, we're re... We're owning the freaking feminist word. It's hot to be a feminist bitch. It's hot. It's not just cool. It's hot. It's hot. You don't have to like not wear makeup to be feminist. Mm. We're motherfucking caked. Yes. And we are the the most (laughs) loudest, proudest feminist in Dublin City and beyond. Bare legs 24-7. And you know what? Like, guys, what you need to realize is every... If you're a straight gal, 
every fucking fella out there should be literally crawling at the floor <laughs> to, go, to go out with a fine ass feminist. And we're like, not talking about the hipster folks no, who literally no, go on the repeal like, website like, purely <laughs> to use that jumper to fucking bed, bitches. We see you, motherfucker. We see you walking around Dublin in your repeal. You don't give a shit. No. You just want to fuck a bitch. We know. You want to fuck a bitch to have the option of in the borscht. <laughs> yeah. And believe me, we are boarding your hipster ass baby. We're, I mean, we're on your side and we're boarding them, but like... We don't want a baby coming out smoking a freaking rolly with those weird fingerless gloves. <laughs> you're not my daddy, you're my no. daddy. <laughs> but literally, we see you guys. We see you reblogging the feminist post in the hopes that a woman will open her legs. We know that you're the most... That you're the worst kind of fucking guy. <laughs> Anyway, enough of the men hating <laughs> shit. <laughs> anyway, guys, we are so excited for you to hear our podcast. And we hope this little tidbit gets you very excited for the show. It's, it's actually at the end of a recording session, so we really hope that you realize that we're quite tired, but we've been putting in work, 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 work. work. It's like 2 a.m., we are like freaking bloated on pad tie on bombers, but we still <laughs> I say bloated on pads. Oh <laughs> We've been eating pads. Yeah, that's how feminist we are. We eat freaking tampons. Pa- Stir fry pads. Um... <laughs> <laughs> We've been stir-frying pads all night, guys. And look our followers' pads. Thank you for sending them. Thank you so much. <laughs> and guys, stay tuned. We are gonna launch March 5th. Get with us. If you don't know, you don't know. If you don't know. And please get your gals to follow us on... On Instagram, we're It Gals Podcast. And that's with a Z. On Twitter, we're the same. It's It Gals Podcast with a Z. And on Gmail, where it's It Gals Podcast at gmail.com. Send us your queries. Send us your queries. Send us your jokes. Send us nudes. Send us nudes if you're over With your period dripping down. Send us fucking tampons. Yeah, and also men. What the fuck we do with those ourselves? <laughs> Send you a peel teacher back there, bubble as fuck. Recycle them. Anyway, guys, love you, bitch. Yeah. Love you, bitch. Love you, bitch. You can't get enough from me and I'm MC Hammer flowing Your bitches can't touch me when I roll up to the spot Rhymes rap like cobras If you bet on me, bitch, guaranteed you're over Got it locked like a bank safe and down the ride Bandana on my head, tilted over to the side So if you talk shit, my boys are made up Uh, so there you go, girls. That's a bit of our cringe past. Yes, I'm crying. <laughs> but we then had to record. So they were obviously, that's three weeks worth of podcasts, right? And Lindsay and I, at the time, I was working full time. And Lindsay obviously was still, you know, Luna was, you know, oh God, Luna must have been three. three. So she was so much more dependent. And Rilo was so much younger. So we didn't have a lot of free time. We didn't live as close as we do now. And we basically, I asked my 
boss in work I was like can I come in here because I worked in like an agency and the office was like quite a cute space you know so I knew they'd be grand with Dare it Dare I say woke Extremely woke um, So I was like can I come in here at the weekend and record my podcast here because like I was living with my parents Jimmy was living with you at the time so we didn't have somewhere to go really to record the podcast which is so random so mad I forget that we started when we were still living together because that was such a bloody difficult thing oh my god yeah because I have a small apartment and like the kids Uh, yeah and like bopping around yeah and Jimmy's not really the one to be like right I'm out for the night or a day or being useful really (laughs) so we sips too (laughs) (laughs) she's smelling some tea early (laughs) I love that (laughs) so we um, went to my office I went on my day off on a Saturday I remember it was lashing so windy the as well. wind the lashing that rain little way we have to go over to your office oh god that bridge it's like the toll bridge in I mean, Dublin of course, port we're wearing <laughs> tiny little rah-rah skirts basically <laughs> and we taught tootle on in and horses like showing horses and if you were wondering why uh, so the episode we recorded is number four called comparison kills and we wanted to re- with a Z with a Z <laughs> We were so obsessed at the start. Oh my god, we're putting like, Zs on everything. And we were so obsessed with reminding everyone that it's it gals with a Z. Yeah. American. Yeah. American style Z. Kind of just more swaggy than an S. Stab. <laughs> Floss. And then we would like say that all the time. We'd be like, it's it gals with a Z. With a Z. We'd always say it together. And then we'd be like, so if you want to send us an email, it's it gals podcast with a Z, but not a Z in podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like, why do we sound like 16 year olds? I know. I'm a mother of two. If you're, wo- am, <laughs> if you're wondering why it sounds like we recorded it in a, a glass box, it's because we did. We did. <laughs> the office that I chose for some reason was the walls were glass I don't know why we would have literally been better sitting on a desk talking across from each other I think it was like a cooler office and we were like oh, we'll go into the like more professional one it was so weird that we chose that I don't know why I did and we recorded three there and I remember just we drank so much coffee I think we were bouncing off the walls by the end of it I think we recorded another three fucking did podcasts did we do three in one go that's man it's like, insane two or three we always used to do two for yeah. years yeah. and um Two's, two's doable. Two's doable, yeah. But of course. I could eat two, no problem. <laughs> the girls, they used to be able to record three podcasts in a day. They yes. got lazy in the later years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it became one podcast over four days. Yeah, uh, they really stopped with that same momentum they had, and that's really when the downfall you started. Could say, you can really say that they were spoiled. With the time. drugs got in the way <laughs> the party the rock star lifestyle there the men <laughs> the men these girls they really didn't give a fuck by the end of it all <laughs> dying for our us to be on our tea oh look back at it girls when they finally decide to recognize the pink elephant in the room well that were huge no fuck them i'm, I'm just I'm gonna, joking i'll be dabbing on them and i'll be like i've got it girls tea <laughs> Where we spilled the tea. TV. <laughs> it gally welly <laughs> It gally welly like, Now we are the national broadcaster. Matthew Smith can sing the <laughs> intro. Absolutely. 
we were on our live stream last night on X Gals and we were doing Shag Marry Avoid or whatever it was and someone put mattress make in and I was l- screaming because one of the comments was like I'm dying that all of you keep referring to mattress make as just mattress we were like mattress I don't know about him were we <laughs> yeah instead of oh saying my mattress God. we were like breathing it what to be kill him yeah um, I think we both killed him Yeah because I can't remember Who else on the lineup, But it was actually very tough Yeah um, I mean you get a good night's sleep That's what you get from Matches Mick Oh hell to the yes Yeah yeah Anyway Anyway Random flex to go off Talking about Mick <laughs> Mick and the brain Mick, Mickey and the brain Matches Mickey's dicky um, <laughs> So what uh, How would you describe The episode Comparison kills so what I liked about the episode to start with positivity, mm-hmm. um, we're like giddy little school gals. We're so excited. I know. We're loving it. It's like we seem so young. Like we're so like, oh, our podcast. Yeah. It's and we're like, like our listeners. And like this was because this episode four was the first one where we actually got some feedback because for mm-hmm. the first three, oh, yes. we just pretended that we'd got feedback that was the funniest thing we were like we should fake it so we recorded episode one and then episode two if you go back and listen to that we're like whoa whoa oh my god you guys (laughs) went you guys went nuts for that app whoa that was (laughs) all we can say is that we don't know how to thank you we'll try we'll try through making more content (laughs) like we faked that we recorded it immediately yeah so we had no idea how it would like be received or if people would listen or anything like that so but then by the fourth episode we had got a couple of emails and that was sick yes. from it. like but it was we... the fourth or first month of it if recording but like our first podcast where we were actually getting like emails yeah that was cause... before we had the tumblr we used to get these long ass <gasps> emails they were like theses oh my god it was like having a full-time admin job trying to get through them they were I know. so long which was amazing that there was that like rapport Mm-hmm. From our listeners at Immediately the start. From the yeah, get-go Immediately like And I think it is because From the get-go We were You know Spilling our shit Yeah definitely So I think when someone Is like transparent like that if That's when you had, That's how you bond With people through honesty For sure Defo uh, But I did like that We still kept up the lie Of being like we said something at the start where we were like, oh my God, thank you so much for your emails. Like we actually just really wanted to wait till we were um, recording later in the episode system yeah. to uh, talk about our feedback specifically like, instead of just dragging a lie that just did not yeah, need like, to be dragged. No one's questioning that. Yeah, we, And we were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dear God, also, we took so long to get into the damn app. It, I still think we do that <laughs> sometimes. We do. We We've talk, gotten better for sure. We talk in circles sometimes, but at least we're funnier now when we do it. Like when we were doing it there, we were mostly just like presenting the same topic over and over and over again in different, slightly variable ways. Totally. And I think it's because, which is what we learned from recording from choosing episodes we've learned through the years that like we started ourselves off with like doing huge big topics Mm -hmm. so like a whole you know comparison kills massive a whole topic on comparing in general (laughs) just comparing (laughs) (laughs) comparing anything or we do another one on like friend breakups like every friend breakup every every just like instead of kind of then through honestly the help of like you guys contacting us and it leading it into more like insular questions you know yeah yeah helped yeah, yeah. it kind of be more condensed so then 
you know because we I remember we did like the breakup episode and we were like well we can't do that again we can't talk about breakups again yeah, we've talked about it in the breakup episode yeah which is like so stupid of like a, basically a sex and relationships podcast which is a huge part of our content never talk about breakups again we yeah. talked about it four years ago I know that's well, it done and we used to do that go back and listen to the first episode guys yeah. if you want to hear that <laughs> if you want to hear our take <laughs> So we had that email uh, written in by someone who we actually know. And I mean, the most ironic thing about that is she wrote in this girl who I was friends with wrote in to our email asking us about a friend breakup. Mm -hmm. And now we're not friends, me and that girl. And And she's not friends with the girl either. You lost us both. You lost us both. We're not friends. For similar reasons that she damn wrote in about. No way. Well, like she was saying, so basically we start off the um, Comparison Kills episode with our first ever question from you guys. Mm-hmm. So it's the first bit of like. Why don't I, I'll, I'll put that in here. Yeah. Okay, so I'll, I'll put in the audio of me reading it right now. We were both going out with two guys who were big into the sesh and we became friends from that. It was really perfect for the two guys. They used to go missing all weekend, partying, and the two of us kind of got through that together. We became BFFs so fast and spent so much time together, and she was seriously hilarious, and I loved her, and I still do. My guy just went from bad to worse, and when I eventually broke up with him, everything changed. I went away with my new boyfriend on her birthday, so I made sure to send her a present from Zara to her house on the day of her birthday, and we had a night planned out for when I got home. In the airport on the way home, I randomly got a text from her saying that she sent the present back and the money would be in my account soon. I was really shocked and I wrote back why and she just claimed it didn't fit her. It was all really passive aggressive and weird and eventually it all came to a head and we literally haven't spoken in over a year. Now she's hanging out with girls she literally hated and slated when we were friends. So I just don't know if we'll ever be friends again. I'm also blocked on all of her social media. Ouch. And we, you know, we... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Okay, so there we go. Yeah, so this, we were friends at the time, me and this girl. And, you know, we'd been friends for a long time. And it, it just kind of got to you know I don't know we were just not seeing each other as much casually um organically and everything like that but then I think I was like putting up videos or something or on Instagram you know when you type mm-hmm. people and she's like I didn't think you liked her I didn't think oh, you liked her oh yeah so and she had a problem with that when like I'm all love baby <laughs> I love everyone mm-hmm. you know you do and um 
Now sometimes will I be slagging the old outfits or whatever on Instagram to my friends, you know, being like, ah, oh, the heck of that. Like, yes, I'm a bitch as well, but I don't. Well, it doesn't matter. She just still doesn't have, the, no one has the right to tell you who to be nice to and who to yeah. not be nice to. Yeah, so, um, and also a lot of the time it was people that she just didn't like. Yeah. That I would, whatever. So that was interesting. I was like, that's mad now. So. What do you think about our advice that we gave her? So, I think mo- our advice was kind of like you should that friendships break apart but that you're always like the door is kind of always open to it being on the mend again and sometimes you just have to be the one to take the leap like olive branch vibes. Yeah so this was coming off the back of the question came because we had done a podcast on Friendship breakups. friendship breakups where we explained that Jenny and I had had a period of time where we weren't friends and then we mended it mm-hmm. and explained how we kind of mended it <clears throat> more so through that question so I think we were kind of saying with the advice we were giving to this girl who wanted who obviously was yearning and feeling like there was unfinished business with this friend was that like if you feel that yearning to talk to someone then you should talk to them but in the same regard now listening back she's expressing that this person who she used to be friends with, has blocked her. And I said at the time something like, blocking <laughs> is the... Modern day beheading. Like, okay, Lindsay, <laughs> shut the fuck up, you crazy bitch. <laughs> also highly offensive. Who knows what I was thinking? I, I was mean, lol. We were well, also being lols. Like, I was being exaggerative. Of like, course. I, Hyperbolic, baby. Yes, it's okay. baby. I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Um, But yeah... So I was basically saying that, and now I'm like, no, a block is a block is just a jab. It's not a beheading. It's just a it's kind not of a like, beheading, but it is a it is a. I think it is a bit of a kick when you're down because an unfollow is expected on a friendship breakup. That's grand. If you break up with your friends, they unfollow you, or whatever. A block is like okay, sis. Like, and I we actually say it on the podcast. It's like, what are you trying to not make me see your new fucking eyeshadow palette? It's like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> see, I it think... is. I think it's a bit high horsey. I still do think, unless some real shit went down, I think blocking someone who you used to be friends with is just like okay. Oh no, we now can't see your like morning routine during quar see i think it's more now that it's kind of like no i didn't block this girl yeah no. <laughs> um i think it's more i didn't follow her though i unfollowed her because i felt like i was trying to write to her and be like hey let me know when you want to hang and she just wouldn't respond and i was mm-hmm. like you know i'm sick of this because i'm seeing you and trying to unfollowing is fine i think unfollowing is me. like yolo like whatever yeah <clears throat> i mean it ain't cool either really but yolo but um, a block to me is kind of like, it's like the other person is saying, I recognize the friendship is over and I'm wanting it to be over. I choose, you know, it's not a kind of... See, that like to, me unfollow to me is an unfollow. Because a block is like, no one's ever truly blocked. Like, you can always get in contact with someone at some point, uh, you know, whether it's through their boyfriend. Like, I've been blocked. I've been, I've gotten contact with people. Like, it's really not that big deal. I think blocking is very much a like... I'm in I'm taking the power of this and it's like I'm controlling how we interact and like I just find that not sound I find it like disrespectful to to your friendship that you did have and I find it just kind of rude to be honest unless someone has done some shit to you or like reported back like 
I don't know like there are definitely times where blocking is the only thing that is appropriate um but if it's someone who you had an actual friendship with and like you did hang out and you did have good times I just think it's like I think it's a bit immature to be honest I think the whole thing is immature unfollowing blocking all of that shit is like yeah now that we have muting as well we didn't have muting back then yeah true Everything is kind of immature when it's like on social media. It's deemed as like immature to kind of be messing around with like unfollowing and blogging and not liking yeah. pics and that kind of stuff. However, it's done so flippantly. Like, mm. so I, I don't think it's ever like sitting down, humming and hawing and then being like, yes, you're right. I'm going to block her. Well, that's how I would be with blocking. See, it takes two seconds. It's a drop down and a click, you know. So I, I know, know if- but I, I think like if I was to be like, I'm blocking someone like that to me would be like a big decision because I know that they're going to find out that I blocked them. See, I think it's more so usually done from what I know. I mean, I'm pretty sure me and Sarah, my sister, have blocked each other before. Yeah, well, like, <laughs> you know, throws I- of passion blocks are different to this. Yeah, well, I think there usually are a throw of passion block. There can be. Unless yeah. there is a like some fucking random dude hooking you up all the time that you need to block him or whatever That's something like yeah you yeah, know yeah, but yeah. i mean if it's like i don't know I, I just think it is kind of it's in some ways like it's taking the power but it also is kind of establishing like your barrier like if you're kind of saying i don't want to fucking hear from you again and sometimes leaving the door open and i'm of course like we're in the day and age, like you can contact anyone you know it's like it's not like you can take your number out of the yellow pages and yeah you will never hear from me again um, it's kind of like it's it's kind of like establishing a boundary that you're saying I don't want this. It could be, you know, I don't it, know. I just don't be. think it could be, but I think it's a really poorly communicated boundary because I think that that can co- also come from a conversation which pays more heed to your friendship. Like I think it's completely fine for you to have a friendship breakdown, obviously, and like one person just be like, no, I don't want to be friends with you, and you can honor that person that conversation and just be like, look. The friendship's done for me. I don't really want blah, 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 blah. Which is kind of what they had come to. She kind of had realized that she was blocked, which is kind of like, oh, okay. I just, I, for me, I would still, uh, I think, look, people can block if they want to block, but I still think I would stand by my advice that, that she had this, like, she felt that kind of feeling, like that gut feeling, like that she wanted to at least try one more time to even just kind of make the situation grand well it's really frustrating when a friendship or a relationship ends when there hasn't been that conclusion yeah when there hasn't been that like closure yeah when you don't when it just kind of slips off Mm -hmm. the edge and you're like huh what okay and then the time elongates the period and the time makes the decision yeah um but i think like we were saying stuff in that podcast like obviously you know i don't know we were saying stuff like Use your mom's email to contact her. Use your fake Instagram to contact her. And I'm like, I don't know if I, not that I wouldn't stand by it. I'm just kind of like, so, if someone blocks me, <laughs> I've been blocked by a friend. And if so, I'm, I wouldn't, I think the ball's in their court. I feel like, you know, if someone blocks, say if like, if you blocked me yeah. in a fight. It's not, I don't think it's up to me to, unless there was something that I had done that I really was apologetic, that I needed to kind of express that I was sorry about. Like if you blocked yeah. me randomly miss in the midst of like us not seeing eye to eye, I'm taking it that you don't want to hear from me. So therefore I won't be trying to contact you. I, I think it's in that. the other person's, you know. I, I kind of get, I kind of agree. I mean, I understand what you mean, but I think like, <sighs> 
I think you can because you know the situation with these two girls that could be well I when I was listening back to it, I was thinking about a situation that happened to me yeah where I was blocked yeah mid kind of you know a disagreement with a pal yeah she blocked me and you know that was before all this choir shit and everything uh-huh. like that so and I have been thinking like oh I hope she's okay during this and all that and oh should I reach out would it be okay but then I'm like she was the one who cut that and who blocked it so if she it's up to her I agree I, I yeah I get what you mean with that and she like, obviously doesn't want it I, do, I just don't I just still don't think it's like a bad thing if you have that like I don't think you have that like desperate yearning within you to check on her to see like you know what I mean like the, the friendship didn't really like have that much history behind it that like it wouldn't be like if I blocked you before Quar and then we weren't talking like obviously no, then you know but what I mean? think what like with this question that we'd got all yeah. of those many years ago yeah it was off the back of our podcast which yeah, was like yeah, the yeah. first time that something has been like you know in Ireland there hasn't been some like it gals you know and it was like us talking about our friendship and how we healed our like a little upset daisy whatever you want to call it and now we have this podcast and we're it girls we're like making it a thing you Mm -hmm. know and i think that would definitely make one reflect on like past relationships like she only wanted to do that after hearing our podcast so you know the way yeah yeah yeah. so and she put in the question she didn't you know for me if i have a yearning to talk to someone i'm gonna do i'm not gonna freaking write to a podcast and ask them if i should do it well we get questions all the time you know what i mean like i mean i don't i don't think I think she had the yearning and she wanted to ask a second opinion. That's what we get questions about all the time. Like I personally have never written to like someone for advice, but like there obviously is a need for that. You know, the way we get hundreds no, I know. and hundreds but of But I questions. just don't know if, you, if you're yearning <clears throat> because like I don't know if it was a yearning longing. Well, I think we have to remove it from us knowing her personally if we just talk about it. Oh, yeah, more yeah. more you know because like <laughs> they, we didn't present it as someone we knew so it's more of you know talk about it in general I think like I do agree with you in the sense that like if someone has blocked you like there should be a, a certain level that you should take from that I was like okay they're kind of saying like they don't want to hear from me but I think that it's also you are both in the like relationship as it is like a friendship is a relationship at the end of the day and if you feel like you want to give it one little like jab of like, hey, I hope you're okay. You can do that, but you have to, which we said in the podcast, you have to also be prepared for like the worst possible outcome, which is like them telling you to fuck off or them just not replying. You know, that way that's the risk you take. And that might have to be the closure that you take from that. You know, the way like you aren't entitled to contact them if you want to or to try and contact them, but they are not entitled Mm-mm. to reply to you or to, you know, I think it's just a case of talk back. I mean, finding closure by yourself. I've had to definitely realize that over the years of doing it, guys. Yeah. You know, I broke up with Jimmy numerous times and I just needed to kind of sit down and answer like that. It's like I was seeking some kind of closure, some mm-hmm. kind of like, I don't know, fixating on the idea that it could possibly work or same with friendships. Like, I think there's like, it just like you got to ride the wave of it and figure it out like seeking for closure it just doesn't come so as easily as you oh no and like closure is also like I mean it's a word that we use but like it doesn't really mean anything like because 
the closure you want is never the closure you get to be honest I've never heard of someone being like and then we met up and even though we're not friends we got such good closure that I'm fine with it it's like yeah. usually there's one person who wants it more and that's usually the person who's tr- looking for the closure they actually want to be friends again and your closure just might have to be them ghosting you I think in hindsight like the closure is just like growth personal growth and seeing yeah. how like because I think over I think humans naturally want to fix things like when things are going wrong you want to fix it quickly and you don't get true closure a true kind of like it doesn't it's just like paper mache or yeah. the cracks like it doesn't fully fix problems like that so I think it takes a longer time period to be able to like I've had like moments when you know I've not been with Jimmy for so long and I'm remembering something he did ages ago that I just kind of didn't even recognize how it, it had kind of I've affected me sure. Do you know the way Sure yeah yeah So same with friendships Sometimes you can like If you break up With a friendship And you're just like It's the mourning period Of like losing A part of your life And you're kind of like Oh my god And it was so fun We had that holiday yeah. And then you kind of Over time It's like you Other things are revealed That maybe you didn't Even like recognize During that You're like Oh that was kind of Affecting my mental health Or that I felt really like obstructed by that or they used to always do that continuously and it affected me but you know at the same time like closure comes with that true yeah at at the same time I think that there are some instances like I had a friendship breakup where like I definitely needed to have a closure conversation and it went on for so many years that there was nothing like what had to happen was us talking Mm -hmm. and to talk about what happened like that was the only way of like resolving anything and to be honest it did affect me mentally that friendship breakup I felt like I got like such bad it was really really traumatic it was emotionally on me I was there yeah I know and And you know and the only thing that could have solved it was us talking and I know because we had that conversation a few years later you know that way and it was really the only and like we're grand now but we're not best friends at all you know that way but it's that that was closure in itself like we didn't have this conversation where it was like and what happened and I'm sorry and blah blah it was just like we had a conversation that was pretty real and we had removed ourselves from it emotionally to an extent but we like that did need to happen for both of us like to in order to actually kind of heal the wound of like that traumatic kind of breakup well I think you felt really not seen in that situation like I remember I think I just felt discarded I, I don't think it was not seen I, f- I felt really like just Kicked to the side of the road I remember was like... there was a situation when I mean obviously you'd gone from like So 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 close friends yeah. Super close And then You Stopping friends quite like As you said traumatically and quickly and abruptly uh-huh. And then there were times where You would bump into her in town And she would cross the street Like it was quite crazy Yeah So I think that's what I mean When I say like not seeing that Like sure, yeah. you weren't able to Like that was so frustrating for you I remember uh-huh. And you were like shocked And you weren't able to fucking say it Because yeah. what are you going to do Scream in the street Yeah So for you to be able to sit down And talk to her And acknowledge those things For your own self-worth And be like that was not cool You did that uh-huh. I, You know Yeah 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 definitely. You can't Like you know, you were face to face or in a cafe, weren't you? Yeah. So that's valuable for your own kind of, because to feel discarded, to be able to like, yeah. You know, it's it's so tough, friend breakups, and like as we said in that podcast four years ago or three years ago, it was like, it's people were really invested in that. For that's I think what kind of made it gals like, it's thing we talked about the because after the four 
podcast that was the one that people really were we got loads of emails I remember that still do to this day get people asking us to talk about friendship breakups I mean we obviously understand if you haven't gone back to episode 2 so some people don't know that we did that episode and obviously we will never be speaking of it again yes it's done now (laughs) but like (laughs) you know like with friendship breakups something that I find so hard about them is that like there's a blueprint of how to get over a lad right and all of your girls if you break up with a boy all your girls will be around you 24-7 being like are you okay are you okay are you okay are you okay Okay, if you break up with one of your friends, there really isn't that support system, and it's because it's not really seen as as valuable as it's not really a, as a as a romantic relationship, which is obviously stupid. Because if anything, you probably are friends longer than you were going out with any lad. Like I've been, I know, in a relationship with you longer than any guy I've been with. <laughs> I know, same one. You know what I mean? So, and it's like as well it's so like media wise and everything like it's so oversaturated like breakups like it's there's so many movies about it there's not movies or any representation for like you know like if I know if I'm feeling sad about a breakup I can I know I can just watch a freaking chick flick and cry and yeah whatever but it's a a friend breakup it's like oh it's horrible and the worst thing is is like some of your friends are still friends with the girl and you just feel so left out it's so hard to like it's easy enough it's still paying the ass to extract a boyfriend from your life. But it's easier. It's, it's easier. way easier because there's that kind of representation. So it's kind of like there's these unwritten rules about like if you and Evan weren't going out and I was hanging out with him. You'd yeah. be like, Lindsay, that's not cool. Or you saw him at cool. an event or something. And I know that's not cool because that's the fucking unwritten rule. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But with friendships, it's like, of course, like if you and I, you know, stopped being friends, like Jack would see you. And that's fine. You know, that way it's like, I can't tell him not to. I know it. I can't tell him not to see you. Yeah, exactly. Don't worry, guys. We're still friends. We're still friends. Um, but let's move on then to talk about... Uh, the comparison. The, the comparison kills, which just like this episode, it took us fucking half an hour to get to. Yep. Um, not much has changed. Not here, much girls. <laughs> still can't shut us fucking up, even during choir. <laughs> um, so we talked, as you said, we chose a huge topic. And we kind of, I was actually like, oh my God, like to pat ourselves on the back. We were talking about shit in 2017 that people are like influencers are starting to talk about now. I was like shocked at that. And I was like, thanks for the creds. I was like, what? Like, I mean, honestly, that shock. I remember recording the the episode in the podcast and I remember us talking a bit about like social media, but I forgot about us talking about like consumerism. So much. And talking about like, it was so funny seeing the kind of, um, the environment on social media at that time. It was, and like, I think also I found we had a certain like innocence to us because probably because we were still, this sounds a bit dickheady, but like we didn't really have a following then. So we were still kind of navigating in the world of like, the people with the following and the influencers were like a good few steps away from us where they might be a little bit closer to us now. Do you know the way? Like we would have a perspective on social media now of like someone who, you know, gets random DMs sliding in or like abuse where we didn't have that back mm-hmm. then. So I, fa- I found that interesting. Yeah. Um. But when we start talking about like, maybe we'll go through, we start opening up with a designer bag. We loved talking about <laughs> we were comparisons. Because this was, I think, the first thing. So if we look back at like social media 2017, that was the thing like now yeah. it's houses yeah everyone's buying gas now now it's houses interiors and people being able to fucking spend 400 euro on a hoover kind of vibe yeah back then 
it was, was the bag that was like the stepping stone into the land of luxury yes. oh bring me back to the bag days because <laughs> like that I can everyone can afford a damn bag now you know the way we like, were if so want cute to. talking about the bags as well so. I'm sorry I was talking about my Zara 100 euro bag I was like I'm really afraid to scratch it <laughs> Oh, I loved that bag. I know. That was like when I got that, everyone was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I was like, how much is it? And you were like, hey, yeah. Like barely saying oh, it. Hey, I was hey. like, what? You were like, hey, yeah. Why? I was like, <laughs> 100. Sorry, three, <laughs> three numbers. <laughs> you dug in three digits, boy. What the fuck? Um, and um, you were flexing on that. Oh <laughs> my God, like, I was. 100 euro. My 100 euro bag And it, likely you were talking You were so cute Talking about your shades Your sunglasses You were like And I found a really cool Indie designer And you're like oh, will I? And I remembered I, you Messaging constantly Will I get these Fendi sunglasses You were um, The Fendi sunglasses You wanted to get Were mental Were The sunglasses back then Were like These big tapestries Almost <laughs> Ew <laughs> They were the like beetles. Yeah like beetle eyes It always had like Remember the ones that you wanted that had like spikes coming oh, out? I of really, them? Oh, I really. They were cool. They, they were, were like cool iridescent shades. Oh, they were very cool back then. Lily imagine, Allen had them. Imagine you bopping around with them. They were, yeah, they were fucking so great. Because we were like a staple piece. <laughs> I was like, it would just lift every outfit. Every outfit. And then and you they got were like your pair so of crap eyewear. Not because crap I couldn't eyewear. find those goddamn Fendi ones anywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't sell them in BTs. Yeah. I was willing to throw down like ridiculous money <laughs> that I didn't have, by the way. Just to have those damn shades. I love a little designer mom on me. Um, yeah, and I got those crap ones. God knows where I found them. And they do not suit my face. I think they do. I'm those circular weird, ones. I don't know. Weird ass glasses. You wore them a lot. I thought they looked good on I you. I did wear them a lot. And now I look, I'm like, what the f-? Like, I put them on sometimes. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I just like a plain black yeah. sunglasses me now. Me too. I'm like a black bitch. Yeah, I'm like, let's not. Let's not fucks with the crazy sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Things we don't need in our lives. No, because, and I think that is like, dare I say, not to be all slutty, but they are a man repellent. <laughs> Those crazy, creepy glasses are fucking man repellent. Men are like, you fucking weirdo wearing those tiny glasses. They're very that... L one, what's her name? Biddy or whatever her name. <laughs> that like influencer. Oh, body, body, whatever her name is. It's very like that. It's like I feel like that when I'm it's wearing. Just a, very when like, I'm wearing a pair of coloured sunglasses, I feel like her. Yeah, I feel like it's just so. Even if they were fucking for Sasha or whatever, like no. a coloured sunglass moment just for moi right now. Three years post my sunglass coloured fetish. Actually, there's a picture of me just the other day wearing a sunglasses. <laughs> I fished out those and I was like, remember I bought them on Wish? Oh, yes. I had them And I put them well. on and yeah, they still look weird. And I posted the pic, but they still look fucking weird. Yeah, I had them as well. Like, I and you're Valley seeing Express. everything purple. <laughs> like, yeah. what? <laughs> That's not good for you. That can't be good for your eyesight. And like, they would not block out any sun at all. No. It was like trippy. I remember I had a red pair and they gave me a headache. Oh, yeah, this one's from <laughs> Urban Outfitters. We got those. <laughs> I couldn't I remember we got those and we went to Gulaton and fucking hell we thought we were the shit I think we didn't we all live we did an Instagram live outside in Ghoulies during the day during the day we had an Instagram live for a friend we walked by we were like hey we're on we we're on live we were, we live, came over live must have only just been released 
to the public because that must have been 2017. We were on live in public? That's unheard That's of. That's chaotic. <laughs> As fuck. That is like, what? After a photo shoot. With? Stellar. Oh, Stellar. Oh, I thought yes. that was Evan one. And it was meant to be Evan because remember they were like, our photographer can't do it. He's something we were like, it's that guy Evan Barty. He's famous. <laughs> He's famous. He knows was. <laughs> famous friends. He's some of the funny friends. Famous, famous friends. friends. So, friends. Uh, what, how do you feel on reflection on the designer stuff? Because something that I find funny now is like me and you now own a few designer <laughs> <laughs> And obviously we have Labelist. more. Back then we definitely had like, I mean, like a quote, I mean, pennies compared to like obviously now we're like making way better money and so now we are kind of in the position that we were lusting after pretending we weren't lusting after we were still absolutely bitter as fuck over anyone with a designer bag <laughs> or a drip of designer we were like i just don't want it i don't want it i don't want it it's tacky and us both doubling down so much on how little a chanel bag suits our style i was trying to push this rock image i was like maybe if it had like a rock symbol on it or like an anarchist a then i'd get it maybe then i and you were like and it's you're basically carting around a lamb's carcass you said <laughs> i mean i still low-key it is true it's lambskin yeah but yolo <laughs> i don't give a fuck about that nor do i so what would you now that we are, i mean i do anything about it god i can't i can't get so my mind of that fuck my life um, um, so thoughts on on comparison kills via designer items? Do you still <laughs> do you still compare? I don't at all. Oh God, no, no. I don't even bat. Do you know what? I feel like back then, when I look back, when I think back to 2017, it was so much more rare. Like now, every bitch is going around with that little Prada thing with all <laughs> yeah. the bits hanging off the Louis Vuitton bag with all the bits hanging off. I'm like, yeah. why? Does Louis Vuitton, like, it's like, is that for your mobile? Like, the Prada bag one looks like it's for a Nokia 3210. You know the Prada well, bag? Well, it is because little... it's, it's a re-release of their 90s collection. Yeah, I know. All these re-releases, I don't, I don't fucks with a re-release. I don't like that. Like, the Dior Saddlebag re-release, it's gorgeous. Yeah. It is. I, but I, I prefer mean, an original Galliano one. So. I like an original piece. That's the whole point of a designer. Yeah, I, I do I like the Prada one. I have to say, I like that they're redoing their nylon stuff because the Prada nylon is really good quality. <sighs> I have one. So do I. I don't know. I, I wouldn't say it's like. I think it's a good industrial bag, as in like you can be whipping that around with you everywhere. You can throw it in the wash. Even I like, yeah, I like that the fact that it's a nylon that you can, you know, it's not. It does need to be treated like, say, the Chanel bags need yeah. to go in for like their daily or their monthly, like, or I don't know how often. Their but service. Like, yeah, they have to get like oiled down or shit. I don't know. Yeah. But however, I don't know. I just feel like. They are oversaturated though, 100%. I just feel, yeah, like I'm seeing, designer now is just, like it's, I, it doesn't transcend no. the way it did it back in the day. It isn't as label lusty. It's not. <laughs> They're knocking around everywhere. It's saturated to fuck. It is, like, and it just seems way more accessible because it is. Like, mm-hmm. even the, I watched some, a YouTube, it made me horny, like I don't know why I loved it so much. It was like a Chanel bag collector mm-hmm. and she had bought Chanel bags over like decades Oh, and stunning. she was going through the quality of them and the history of oh, them and basically explaining that like, you know, they've changed. And this is with like, we've heard this from all designers, like they, the reason why designer is so much more accessible now is because they're producing it so much quicker. Yeah. And it's not as good quality. 
And you know what? On that, what's really interesting, I was actually looking at Tarmar's story yesterday and she was doing a Q&A or some bullshit and uh, someone asked her like, oh, what's your opinion on fast fashion? You know, the typical question. Mm-hmm. And she was just saying, because she studied fashion and she worked, that's why she was in New York originally was to work in the fashion industry. She worked in like the fashion garment district <laughs> and she was just like, which I thought I was like, more power to is saying this, putting this on blast. She was like, as someone who's worked in the fast fashion industry and in the highest, highest end like couture place, all fashion is fast. She's like, mm-hmm. there is no, she goes, unless you are making the garment yourself, nowadays there is no such thing as slow fashion. And she's like, and you know, you can obviously, you know, make more conscious decisions. But like, she was like, just know that nothing is slow. So there's basically no point in having a bee in your bonnet. We're like, oh, I'm buying this. And like, it's so interesting because, you know, you still have this idea that like designer stuff is like slow fashion. It's like, they're still churning out shit constantly. Well, back in the day it was. When oh, yeah. It was like, you know, the fashion houses were a lot more close to the, like it was really the designer and that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, they're made in the same places where fast fashion is, mm-hmm. just to a higher standard, but yeah. not the same standard that it was years ago. So that was... Slightly better materials, but as you said, not But it's still good. not, like it doesn't have the longevity that it did like no. years ago. Like even, you know, an older rich woman would wear like, her Chanel suit forever forever you can't do that now with no. Chanel bags well it's Chanel even suits. like the my parents dull down my parents even say that about like ovens and shit they're like back in the day like you would buy a house and the oven in the house would last you 45 years mm. now everything is made because it's like it's made to be rebought. yeah so everything's made to only last like three years same with our clothes like our clothes aren't made anymore like because we also realize like who makes money off that like who makes money off like right you've got your one pair of shoes for me now i'll never see you again yes. i'll just go look for another customer yeah <laughs> so, like, they basically copped onto that pretty fucking quick but yeah um, so i definitely feel like i have got some designer pieces um uh, yeah it's it doesn't give me anything like it didn't me neither. it didn't make me feel the way i thought it would make me feel they're still sat at the bottom of my wardrobe i mean i have loads of designer bags i drag my own merch totes around same <laughs> i bought that prada backpack because so i was like i finally i'll have an everyday designer bag sat on the bottom like i wear <laughs> the wet and woke tote is out every day is out <laughs> my dior Trundled. louis and prada or and fendi fucking in a press oh yeah me but too. we'll never part with them sorry oh hell no <laughs> <laughs> like i do love it i love it for, i love it for a night out yeah i'm my still Fendi. not a bag gal i have to say like i do love my bags the ones that i do have but i don't i am a bad girl you know i do feel like i have some candy on my armor if i bring it out like yeah. i do i do love it yeah but i like that i invested in ones that were um secondhand that were like the original yeah like I like that. I wouldn't be bopping into Brian Thomas and getting like the reworked shit. I wouldn't buy designer now that's been made now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucks with vintage only, if you must know. Me too. All of my shit is vintage as well. I've never yeah. bopped into freaking Brian Thomas. Never. And dropped a few G's. Why would you do that? It's There's obviously a markup if you're buying it from Brian Thomas. Yeah. Well, they're all, yeah. Crazy prices. Crazy shit, guys. So then we talked about um, comparison kills in relation to social media. Mm -hmm. Any thoughts? Any thoughts? I mean, like you said, it was so mad hearing how quickly shit changes. It's mad. Without even realizing it. It's mad. Like, even like one conversation that like struck me was like we were talking about like 
people like deleting photos who didn't get enough likes. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know if that exists anymore. Well, they brought in archive then, I guess. I think people archive. But like, I think, I don't think it, I actually don't think the like thing is as much of a showboating thing. And I even don't think it was as much of a showboating thing when they took the likes away. Do you know what I mean? I do remember back in 2017, it was like a big deal if you were like, like I remember once you saying to me, like you are like, I'm getting like 400 likes on pics right now. And I was like, whoa! Like, yeah, because I remember we were like, what the fuck? Like we were shook. I remember getting like 50 likes on a pic and I was like dabbing all the way into work. Like it was, and I don't, I think that washed away kind of in like maybe 2018, 19. I don't think it was that big of a deal anymore. Likes. I don't think people were looking at likes that much anymore. I think when we think of how we were talking about it on the podcast, I think back in 2017, it's kind of like, you saw your whole this is such a like social media combo you saw your whole feed as like one like and if one photo didn't get like an equal amount of likes whatever it was like oh you know it had to be like all the same amount of likes among (laughs) like it had to be equal equal likes for all my pickies so neurotic yeah or it's like or everyone would know that this one pic that i thought was yeah or else i'm ugly like i feel like you know I would put up a pic back in the day that I thought I'd look good in, but mm-hmm. if it didn't get like as much likes as I thought it was going to get, comparing them, comparison kills, oh here God. we are again, comparing them to the other pics. Yeah. But yeah. I think also just from like being on Instagram for so long, I think I just, now I know what's going to get likes. And I think that's what's changed. Sure. With social media influencers, I think, like, don't be fooled. They know if they're going to like get a pic that's popping off. Like, yeah. Like if they're putting... Pu- like putting up a pic of them Easter has just come and they're doing the rolls and they're talking about the freaking food or whatever like that's gonna get the likes they know friends boyfriends dogs and kids will all yeah. pop off like I know yeah and I know what won't so now it's kind of like I think because you know you like you know what's up so there's no deleting with that regard because True. it's like I'll like I know this pic is random I'm gonna pop it up I know yeah. it won't like that's it won't the kind do of well. inner monologue that you're like I know it won't do as well as if I was popping up a yeah. one but I'm gonna do it and just accept that fact yeah. and then sometimes you're like oh, random it actually did yeah, do okay sometimes they randomly blow up I know you're like what the fuck <laughs> but um, one thing I, a conversation that we had in the podcast which I thought was so funny was we were talking about the Christmas flat lay oh I can't believe we cause I, I miss that man That doesn't really happen anymore I know I miss that so much That was my favourite thing About Christmas That girls would post Like he done good pics And it was like they're Of all their prezies And you told this gas story Where you were like Scrolling on Christmas yeah, day And there was a girl With a River Island bag Delighted And underneath Aww. There was a picture Of another girl That you followed And she had got like A fucking Chloe bag Or something A Chanel bag A Chanel bag And, and like, it was like Underneath the wood And I was just like If only she saw that Like she's delighted With her River Well Island. I was imagining This girl who got The River Island bag Looking at the other girl <laughs> Getting a Chanel bag And comparing herself And not feeling good About a River Island bag I was like That poor girl <laughs> Whilst I was probably sat my hole without a boyfriend or a present, <laughs> worried about this other person. Oh God! Um, but yeah, the Christmas flat lay was a thing. It was such a fucking thing. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure it's a thing in some 
my people who still use Facebook on the reg, I'd say they still fucks with the Christmas flat. I feel like Facebook is mammy's own right now. I don't even think. Do you know what was a gas conversation as well? Speaking of Facebook, we were like, it's so weird how sometimes you post a pic on Instagram and you post the same pic on Facebook and it just doesn't <laughs> do as well. It's like, whoa, that was a moment when that was happening. I, I remember, yeah, sharing your goddamn IG pics to Facebook. Oh my god! You and then you'd be like, so random, it didn't do well on Facebook. And I remember like the urge, the urge. First of all, to comment underneath said pic on Facebook being like, hey, uh, sorry, just so you know, I got 121 you likes. You said that on the podcast. <laughs> and then the, I was like, could I? And then I think for a while, actually what they did, obviously not then, but what they did after that on Facebook, they used to share the likes. So it would be the actual oh, Instagram. From what I remember, yeah, it would be like, They'd be able to see it. It okay. was kind of like the banner of Instagram right, on Facebook. I get you, or I get like, you. Because obviously Facebook bought Instagram. Interesting. So they were able to then, they weren't afraid of the banner because they owned it anyway. So to, okay. if people were migrating from Facebook to, from what I remember. Okay. Um, Very interesting. Extremely interesting. Um, extremely interesting, <laughs> Lindsay. Whoa. That's Whoa, really, are really we a politics podcast? I think we are. All of a sudden I feel like we're the news or we have had, watch out <laughs> we're coming for a year um, another conversation we had dear god we covered so much in this fucking podcast was we were talking about like the comparison another comparative element of people having their engagement rings that's still a trend I that know, is it's a trend that will never that die. is going to be forever a trend. yeah as long as social media and engagements exist we as long as marriage is still if because that's still a tradition. You know, that's still such a tradition that is like so many traditions yeah. just aren't as kind of celebrated as they were. Marriage still is. Yeah. You know, like loads are kind of falling like on the back burner, you know. Yeah, I'd, I'd no, say yeah. if you look at like say communions and christenings and stuff, I'd say they're going to be so much less in like oh, 10 yeah. years. Even with the like whole hoo-ha made about them and the fucking poor kids probably won't be making as much money. Yeah. But um, we'll be saving it. Thank God. Yeah. I'll be saving a pretty penny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. All our kids who when they finally have a few sprogs, they probably will be like, we're actually just going to have a naming ceremony. Isn't yeah, we're having a coming into your double digit ceremony. We're having a non-binary gender reveal party. <laughs> <laughs> Theodore is finally going to confirm. Their they, choice. Yeah, their choice. <laughs> Theodore. <laughs> um so yeah, Engagement I think, picks. I think was... marriage still even in like damn this whole choir thing, I was only saying it I'm sorry saying it on the phone of my sister earlier. I was saying, you know, the people who are really like it kind of I was thinking today because obviously I'm single but my two kids and I'm looking at other people I'm comparing myself to freaking other people online who have it with their husband and their kids in their like family home and I'm like that's the I I I know there's obviously like yeah. different situations and really difficult bloody blah, blah but when I'm if I'm thinking like choir perfection that's kind of like the maintainable choir because you are your own family you're together yes you're not seeing like the grandparents and stuff but like but you have, it's maintainable yeah. in the sense of like there's two adults so they can still have the adult conversation there's the kids so there's a distraction of that so it kind of this choir thing made me kind of think why the family unit is such an important factor of society that yeah. I think will always exist so therefore marriage I think will always kind of 
you know, we'll still be seeing those engagement rings is what I'm trying to get at. Oh, defo. And I think engagement rings are like, it's also like a status kind of flex. Oh, yeah. There's a major flex about it. Now, one thing we said, which I thought was interesting was, you know, because if you look back on it, I was with my ex back then. You were with your yeah. ex, and uh, we quote Sex and the City. Of course, nothing has changed. There, we're like, it's like that episode of Sex and the City where Samantha Jones says, "Wrong ring, wrong guy." I love the way, and you did it perfectly there. The way she delivered that line, yeah. Samantha's she, so like that. She's so like da da da. She's mic drop. Da da da. Yeah, and she's so sensual with the way she delivers stuff. Oh, she's amazing, and um. We are both like, that's so wrong. It's so wrong. It's so wrong. It's so wrong. We're both with the right guy and he would pick the wrong ring, but that's okay. He'll buy us the River Island bag and he'll get us a Georgia Street Arcade ring and there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> you said you thought Jimmy would get you an opal kind of quirky ring. And I said, again, I was like, I feel like I'd get some sort of black ring with a claw around it. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? And now, so <laughs> what would you think? Now, I mean, obviously it's like... What would you like? What would you like? As a ring. Mm -hmm. I would just like... I remember my friend Devin said something to me and I was like, oh, that's... I just think Devin always has great taste and he was like, if I was a girl, I would just want a ring that looks like a fucking emoji ring. Just ring. Yeah. And I was like, do you know what? They never go out of style. Just a diamond on a band. No fairy shit around it. No... No, nothing... Yeah, I'm the same. Like, And I definitely would not have thought that. No, no. I had it in my head that I was like, I'm different. I'm quirky. Therefore, I want a quirky different ring. I think I just never really knew. But then I think just the simpler, the better, honestly. Yeah, because it is something that you have to wear all the time. I would go for Amy Winehouse's kind of ring. She got a Tiffany ring. So plain, simple, not too big because, you know, I think you think, I think especially like because the Kardashians and everything and their massive rings and celebrities with their massive rings. Your expectations of a ring. And you're thinking that's what I'd love but like try wearing a big like a really thin band with a massive diamond hanging try off literally wearing 50 grand on your hand I would never leave the house and it gets caught in your hair Constantly. even if it wasn't like majorly expensive like they're yeah. really annoying <laughs> when you're like trying to you know make pastry in the kitchen to <laughs> like get into wear like a good one so like just a nice like sparkler moment a little diamond but yeah. like nothing too big nothing too small Oh god no The Goldilocks of rings you know? Goldilocks of rings Defo But like I Now I think I yeah, see the, the truth ring. I do see it The emoji ring's a genius It's yeah. just Yeah just get one That looks like the emoji Yeah Perfect simple. Just, just like that's my let's engagement not, ring Let's not make a crazy Different cut Because I'm a quirky girl No no I'm no. still quirky with Even if I have a kind of Yeah like I'm ring. not into A teardrop moment And apparently or, they're bad luck Are they? Yeah or a pear cut or a like I don't like I'm not a mad. pear cut? Is there a pear cut diamond? Yeah it's like a teardrop But it's like rounded at the top I think And then there's like What is there There's all these There's loads of different ones Some of them are really cute Like the different ones Like you know Samantha Ravendahl She has like a little moment And that's nice What do you think of the ones That have like say the one Like say three diamonds um, you know, like the no, one no. big one and like the two one. Yeah so do I I like Do you know what I do like I like one big diamond And I like a diamond band that looks oh that tiny, looks because then it's so sparkly that's just sparkly and gorgeous like i would like like an oval cut on a band yeah and any and like a sparkly band would look stunning like that's really impressive to be like whoa because then it doesn't and matter it sparkles more yeah and it doesn't matter how big the main diamond is get the kira kira app on yeah that's like a kira kira app on that yeah. I'll be developing my own app but uh <laughs> now i think i see the truth in the wrong 
ring wrong guy thing because mm-hmm. not that like a guy should be able to read your mind but if your guy if the guy you're marrying doesn't have the cop on to go to your pals and be like or like listen to you or know your taste like I like I definitely didn't have faith in my ex buying me a ring not that he ever was gonna but like I definitely and I think a lot of that came to me being like he doesn't have a connection with my mom like he's not close to my family he's not close to my friends it's not I could never yeah I could never like visualize him texting you being like I think I'm gonna propose to Jenny like I don't know will you go ring shopping with me never would that have happened never no no and I think as well as like you know I think at certain points of me and Jimmy and not working out, I was thinking about like the word marriage. Mm. Not that I was thinking of like marrying him, but I was just thinking yeah. like, I mean, just thinking about things. You know me. Just thinking. I'm just, just thinking girly here. things. <laughs> thinking about engagement <laughs> and marriage <laughs> with my boyfriend. <laughs> I'll be my toenails. Yeah, literally. <laughs> What are you doing? Think about engagement. Thanking. <laughs> literally. Think about things. Literally you. girls' brains. Literally. <laughs> Dumb bitches. Sometimes everyone would be like, what are you doing? I'm just sitting there like staring into the distance. I'd be like literally thinking of like, I wonder when I can get my nails done again. I know. I'm like, <laughs> it's so weird because I wouldn't consider consider myself like I'm not a kind of like, I've dreamed of this day for so long. Marriage. No. The fuck was that? Sorry. It's gone through the mic. It was like some crazy sound in my house. Um, yeah, I, I'm not one of those people who are like, you know, I want the big day, I want the big dress. But I was just thinking marriage and thinking of that term, the word. And marriage is that binding of two families together. Yes. So I think, you know, when we're considering that line, wrong ring, wrong guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I wasn't married to Jimmy's family they you know he was like involved with mine like they accepted him and loved him and all that but it was not reciprocal because I had no relationship with his you know and there was it was just so I felt like you know there needs to be that like before you actually get married or get engaged it's almost like you need to be married already. In is yeah, in it's basically like, just making as it's you say like oh you're making it official. And it's an unspoken of thing. It's just an interwoven of mm-hmm. family ship or something like Definitely. unity. Like my sister has it with Connor for sure. Oh yeah. Like you know like we go over like me, <laughs> Sarah and I, <laughs> Sarah and I, go over to Fiona's boyfriend's house for Christmas Eve with our parents <laughs> and my kids and there's presents for the kids. Oh, that's you know, so like cute. so that's a marriage and a unity of defo of that, you know. Yeah. Um, and I I can see that, you know. So I think like so. Therefore, I know that like that comfort and that level of like knowing someone means that you'll get the good ring because they'll know be so interwoven with your whole everything mm-hmm. that they'll get. It's not about like the guy going into that little, uh, you know, just off the beaten track no. for that little tiny. Jewelry shop that she always knew that she doesn't know that I know, but I know because I love her so much that she wants this one. I saw her look at the corner of her eye and I randomly took down her ring size once when she slipped a little ring. It's like like not as romantic as that, but it's also just having the cop on to be like, they're so close to your family or your friends that they could be like, I've no idea what to get. Yeah. Or they go out with someone who like doesn't care and she's just. Yeah. It's like I'll accept whatever ring this man chooses himself for yes. me. But if anyone's going out with us, they will know that we won't. Yeah, no. 
But thankfully we have a double of a friend. Yeah, like I don't need the romanticness of like no. you choosing it purely no, by the romanticness your... to me would be them reaching out to my friend. Yeah, same. I'm like, oh, you're ensuring that I like something. Now it's hard as well. I do totally get it. Just like side note as fuck. But like for men, because oh. I definitely feel like poor Connor, like every Christmas, he's like... <laughs> Please don't tell Fiona when I'm getting her. Like, please <laughs> don't tell. And like, he, I don't tell. So no, you but don't. This t- this year he didn't tell me. He so, he told Sarah, and Sarah was like, "Do you want me to tell? Do what did we get her? What did you fucking get her? I can't even remember. Was it a phone or something? It's always the same. It's them. always like a phone or something yeah, like AirPods. And it was AirPods and a phone or fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, something mad. But um, yeah, Sarah was like. Do you want me to tell you? Like, uh, she was doing that all the time and Fiona was like, no, no. And I would never have even let no, on that I knew. I know. So yeah, but like, the, so that is the fear of a guy reaching out to the friends. The fear of... They're like, oh, he's proposing. <laughs> yeah, because, oh my God, remember my sister? Oh my God. Well, Lord. that was a situation that had to be. The tea had to that be spilled. That was the tea had to be spilled into the WhatsApp group. So go on. So my sister was dating one of Jimmy's friends (laughs) for um, not a long time at all, four months. And well, they were they were together for, I'd say, in total nine months. But they were long distance. Sarah was in Spain teaching abroad and he's from England. So they weren't together. You know, they're you're not together. It was like a fun game of like, I have a boyfriend. Yeah. It was like, I'm tame. Well, I could be hooking up with Spaniards. And she was like 24 or something. Yeah. And he was like older, had a kid and all that kind of stuff. And so Christmas came. And first of all, this was just a side note as well. She freaking, he went to her sister twin, Fiona, and was like, here, I'm getting Sarah some shoes for Christmas. Sent a picture of knee-high converse. Oh my God, I forgot about that. (laughs) Very Harley Quinn. Fiona didn't write back in time. He bought them. (laughs) so anyway then the next thing it was like a couple months down the line like he didn't give her the converse in the end I think Fiona had to awkwardly be like I don't think you can give those to her (laughs) and um, so yeah a couple months down the line he was like sending her ring pics and my sister was like what what's this for now some kind of promise ring what do you do over in England I don't know and he was like no I I want to ask your sister's hand in marriage (laughs) And so we had to tell, like we, yeah, like Fiona had, to, had to be like, here, Stephen's thinking about, oh, <laughs> said his name, <laughs> generic name, fuck it. Um, yeah, he was thinking about proposing it, like to prepare Sarah, because like we all knew that in no way was no. she ready, because the way she was talking about the relationship was like, oh, it's just nice to be in a kind of casual thing, not too serious, <laughs> you know. There's no like, he has his life, I have mine. Yeah, and then he was like, texting Fiona. To freaking oh what ring gosh. And it was like we had to And they like awkwardly had a fight about it And broke up so Thank you sissies Gulp. Right so we'll end it there girlies Let us know if there's another episode I really want to listen back to the feminist episode Oh my god I do But that, I'm also like I think, Am I ready? I think we should do that one next Because I think that one Because that's the be one great. thing we always get thrown in our face They're like you used to say you're a feminist so Yeah it's like, no we need I'm to I'm sure we still agree with some of the shit we said It's just a label bitches that we don't use Get It's it just straight. the word Just the word Not the idea behind the words Yeah Not the meaning Okay girls Um, I have another gorge quar 
Yes. And if you're, you're an fucking it up in quar. <laughs> it up, sis. And uh, if you're an girl, we'll see you on Friday for a new episode and on next Monday for our live stream. Yes, thank you everyone who tuned in and thank you everyone who was asking questions to us and Adam. Adam yeah. O'Reilly, shout out to our boothing. Shout out to our boothing. Follow him, he is the best and he will give you some quarantine as well. See you later, girls. Me.